This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue, and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale, ericsfamilybbq.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Friday morning. Glorious Friday morning. I got an email from a guy who says he's got a kid who is uh, 13 and saying that her best friend is non-binary. And when her best friend said she's non-binary, suddenly my kid comes over and says, I'm non-binary too. If we would have never taught it to them, they wouldn't know what it is. It wouldn't exist. <laughs> That's probably true. My, uh, my buddy has his daughter, and they had a bunch of friends over the other night. And two of the girls were, parents were like, look, uh, she's non-binary or she's uh, something. And they're like, so don't say this and don't say that. And he's like, we'll do our best. I don't know. I don't know which. That's I, all we can of, do. First off, I don't know which kids you're talking about. There's 13 screaming girls in my house. Second, okay. I have another friend whose uh, daughter came home, 14 years old, decided she's pangender. I'm pangender. It's like, what does that mean? A Peter Pan fan? What is this? What? <laughs> no. Any given time, I'm anything I want to be. We've got good pans. What does that mean? <laughs> Like uh, copper pants? Those are nice, right? They got the thing, the no stick. I'm pan-gender. There is, a, there is a truth to that, that the trend of it all is you take teenagers' brains and say, you're confused, and every teenager would honestly raise their hand and go, a little bit. This is an odd time. And then you introduce like 45 options to them while they're trying to figure themselves out and say, probably, if you feel, I would have probably done it. I was a disaster when I was 12, 13 years old. You want to be unique. I knew I was straight as an arrow, but I didn't know, I didn't think girls liked me. So in a defense mechanism, I guarantee you at one point or another, I'd have played some sort of a non-binary role. If a, and by the way, if a, I almost, I was a Catholic for five weeks. <laughs> I was going to St. Tim's. Anybody could have swayed me to do anything at that time if it meant getting my hands on boobs. <laughs> That's essentially... All that mattered to me from age 12 to about, well, it hasn't stopped. But still. It's a teen life thing. I went to St. Tim's. Something, even as a kid, I was like, this is a crooked mess. Because there was a girl there named Sarah that I could not get enough of. I'm like, where is she? At all times. It was basically like some sort of odd stalker at age 13. Is she at, she's a churchgoer, eh? I should probably find, I'll be interested in that then. I like church. I sat in church. I, I would have done anything. I identified as a Catholic for four <laughs> weeks. I hated it. I hated that part, but if it meant getting hands on boobs, I'd have done it. If she just said she only digs non-binaries, guess what I'd have done? I'd have gone to Sears and said, where's the non-binary clothes section? I need some. 
It's a tra- there's a and, and a lot of people have to admit this. I'm coming around on this thing. I'm just I'm I'm not going to hold back. It's trendy. This whole deal is trendy. There are kids who have this for real, and there are kids who are ruining it for those kids by playing the trend game by by going you know where the wind blows. There are some kids who are really struggling with their identity, and it's being watered down with this movement that everybody's you know that it's. Like you said, what was it? Twenty eight percent of kids now identify as possibly gay in yeah. college. Like they'll, they'll, you know, that that's something that they think they and might. At that do. rate of trend, yeah, and it will be all twenty fifty four. And if it, if it keeps going up the way it's going up, it'll be one hundred percent of people are gay. It won't happen, but it's a trend. You teach <sighs> you t- if you'd have taught me pan gender, and that would have got me uh, Christy Greenway's, uh, you know, in a bikini. Oh, okay, non-gender, I am. What am I? Pan, pan, something or other. Okay, it's a means to an end, and whatever it is, kids make terrible decisions, which is why they're not allowed to vote until they're eighteen, and even then, it's questionable. You're not allowed to make decisions as a kid. That's why I don't even like like when Brady lets Kirby pick the restaurant. I'm like, no, they're terrible at everything. You gotta, everything is done for you as a child, and every once in a while, you give them the gift of like, where would you like to go? And they take it like Oliver Twist took his porridge. But more, sir. Like they get, they got something. Kids you know, should never a make a times, decision. It, but they need to learn to make a decision. Sometimes right. that's the frustrating. By you part. making them for them, and then say, "What would Daddy do right now?" You'd probably. Have- that's what we're doing. Then good decision. You brainwash them, Brady. That's the whole point of parenting. It's craziness. Tell them make a decision on their genders. That's bananas. Uh, and my dad would have done that. Dad, I think I'm pangender. Ah, you dumbass, you pan-gender, you idiot. Man, what? Pan-gender. Give you a pan to the back of the head. Knock it off. You're just trying to get into some girl's pants. Yeah, but, yeah, but she's only into pan-genders. Well, then pretend you're pan-gender. Don't tell people this. <laughs> got to go to work and tell people I got a pan-gender. Boy, that's not a thing. I don't know how Dan would have handled that. Wouldn't have been good. For a while there, he thought I was something, but it, he was worried about it. If you are a, a, a homosexual, <laughs> I'll love you anyway. Just not as much. <laughs> Only because your mom's making it. Hey, that's right. <laughs> your mother, and why was he saying that? Because my mom was going to kidnap the poon if he didn't. You love him no matter what, even if he is gay. Yeah. The only way I get to touch your mom's cans is if I act like this is okay. And I am choking it down like you're going to be every Friday night <laughs> for the rest of your life. So... Let's just shake hands. I'll go wash up afterwards. We'll call it a deal. Is it you and Mark? Dad, I'm not gay. Ah, I'm leaving. <laughs> it is. It's Mark. Hey, I knew that kid was trouble. Stebbings is that big power top. <laughs> <laughs> Had to eat him alive. Yeah, he wouldn't handle this well. But yeah, my friend's kid came home. She was pangender, by the way. Then uh, pansexual. This was a year and a half ago. She's like, not anymore. I don't know what happened. But she's back to just regular old kid. So there's a load of trendiness and, you know, just too much information going into their ears. And I, for one, it's almost like, uh, to me, it's almost like when people, like the Me Too movement, when too many people were shouting out, that happened to me. And it was like, wait, yours isn't that big a deal. That takes away from somebody who really had it happening. Now you're watering it down to be like any port in a storm and it's the same argument. It's not. There are kids who are struggling mightily with their identity. And to make it so everybody is going through the same thing diminishes the real fight. But no, we're not smart enough as a society to understand any of that. Nuance is dead. It is or it isn't. That's it. There's no middle. I just hope it starts that transporting you're confused, way. you can just Google it. Huh? If you're confused, you can just Google it. I'm All confused. That stuff, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what's wrong I'm with like, me? I'm not sure. No girls like me. You know? What's wrong with me? Here are some me? suggestions. I'm afraid to talk to girls. Do you find boys attractive? Well, there's some good looking guys in my class. Pangender. Oh, I've been identified. It could be one of those uh, clickbait things, too, that says only a real genius understands who these stars of the 70s are. I don't know how many times I've been fooled by that one. <laughs> then it gives you a score at the end. I'm a genius. I have 158 IQ. I identified Bob Denver. That's not on the IQ test. <laughs> I feel like it, sometimes it's like the horoscopes. Yes. Exactly. I, it's power of suggestion for somebody who's lost. The magic and, eight ball. Ask again. Absolutely. Well, kid, little kids, up until they're 15, make little 
those little what are those things called where the you put your fingers in? And oh, make the, the little yeah. flower thing. The flower and three times. Ask it three times, and you do the thing. They think that makes life decisions for them. They're so stupid that sometimes they'll pop those off and go, "Oh my god, he loves that!" And then they have a crush on a kid that they didn't think about before because the magic toy that pl- they played with I told them what that's called. I don't know what it's called. Though. I'm going to make one. I call it the finger flower, but that makes Brett excited. <laughs> yeah, it's just stupid. Magic eight balls. The power suggestion is very strong, especially when you got a mush head. So constantly telling these kids, I wouldn't introduce this idea to anybody until they were like 17 or 18. And the real troubled ones will come up and go, I got stuff going on, man. They'll figure it out. But yeah, my, fr- my friend's a uh, pangender daughter. Not anymore. Thank year you, and a half Dr. later, Lynn. not pangender anymore. What's that? Thank you, Dr. Lynn. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for all you've yeah. done. Thank you. Well, my buddy told me that his, his daughter had that slumber party, and there were 12 girls over, and he had to deal with a couple of uh, non-binaries and one that didn't know what it was. And it's like he's like, I, what do, I didn't sign up for this. He goes, and he, he didn't want to go home last Friday. He leaned to me, and he says, uh, what do you want to do after? I'm like, I got to go home. And he goes, I don't want to go home. I'm like, why? And he goes, I don't want to be around her. Like who? The teen girl. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> we'll go find something else to do. It's true. They're nuts. Uh, and then, of course, uh, the Kyrie thing we talked about yesterday, which is another one, where you're not allowed to even be wrong. So what did I say yesterday? I said he's, they made him apologize. They made him give $500,000. And then what did the commissioner They don't the, accept it. Commissioner of the NBA says, not enough. That wasn't a sincere five apology. five weeks without pay. And they suspended him anyway. So where's the benefit of the apology? And he's wrong. Kyrie's wrong. But you're allowed to be wrong. Like, that's what I always thought this country was about. It's like you're allowed to be incredibly wrong. Your boss can say, you know, I don't like this. This is bad. And we're analyzing your future with us. That's the repercussions of being really wrong and loud. What is he? I mean, what's the main thing that he's uh, wrong about? I haven't read. Uh, he pushed this book that was... Or it's a documentary. Isn't it's it a, a documentary and a book. It's okay. both. And uh, the guy who wrote the book did the documentary. It's both. And, uh, you know, he, he didn't push it. He put it up on the thing and, and basically didn't say what parts resonated with him. But he talked about... Uh, and is the documentary the not book. true or is it just guy... There's there's definite uh, untruths. Yeah. There's, uh, there's... It's opinions, philosophies... Uh, thoughts that are based in the idea that if this happened, it's because of the Jews. So it's got anti-Semitism in it for sure. I haven't watched the whole thing, but the things I've read on both people who actually agreed with it are like, yes, absolutely. It blames the Jews for this, this, and then that's anti-Semitic to say that all the Jews were responsible Correct. for one thing is anti-Semitic. There might have been a couple Jews responsible, but by the way, a couple Jews are responsible for Pulp Fiction too, so that's not so bad. Doesn't mean all the Jews are responsible for Pulp Fiction. Now you got Kanye back to going, yeah, you tell him. You well, tell him. <laughs> that's the point that no one understands. Is They're saying, ah, oh, these Jews did this. That doesn't mean all the Jews right. did it. And you just look at Pulp Fiction and say, a bunch of Jews were responsible for that. You don't give all the Jews credit for that one. It would be the same thing. So stop doing it. So Kyrie said that. And it is definitely a controversial way of presenting the topic of uh, Hebrews to Negroes. It was the title of the book. And the documentary. And he didn't really say why he liked or disliked or what parts he was talking about. He just said it's something that he, – he's into some weird stuff. He's a conspiracy theorist. Kyrie Irving a few years ago said the earth was flat and ran with it. Uh, he was the non-vax guy last year. And turned out Kyrie might have been right. There's a lot of people in New York getting their money back. I think you and I yeah. were talking about it yesterday. Will Kyrie get his money back for sitting out saying, well, an employee can't tell me to get a medical uh, shot? Period. That's it. That's my choice. And he wasn't wrong. It was a very Muhammad Ali moment for Kyrie Irving to say, I won't play. And in the prime, he's a douchebag, though, and he's proven that out more often than not. There are certain times he's right, though, in hindsight. Is he a selfish teammate? Yeah, because all the other guys took the jab. But he just decided to say, no, the, I'm, that jab is bigger than this game. I tip your cap. Good for you. I don't agree with you, but that's a great stance. Uh, but the it's uh, a tough one to be accused also, you know, being selfish. He is a selfish like teammate, but it is selfish when you look at it like I want to win a championship. I'm here for the guys and whatever, but I'm not going to comply to what the teams all what they've all complied to. It's selfish in a way, but for the cause, his selfishness was probably correct. And uh, really, 
Not so that, now not that being big a deal labeled as you know that, but he's like, been oh, a dick. Oh, you for, were right. He's been a dick for twelve years. I, well, you're going to yep. get that no matter for taking those stances to begin right. with. You, if yeah. you jump up on that, you know, I'm all alone pedestal. Yeah, people are going to throw rocks at you, and he took the rocks. Yep. To his credit, now he's also an idiot. Two things can be true at once. He can be right about some of his stuff, and he can be an idiot about some of his stuff. This one, he's an idiot. Everybody said apologize to that. He does it, and then they're like, nah, never mind. Fine suspension. I'm like, well, what's the point of the apology? We're allowed to be wrong. We're allowed to be idiots. It's up to the Nets and the NBA to say, we don't like this guy. We're going to get rid of him. And they won't do it because he's too talented. So what they want is no hassles for them publicly. But they're creating it. They're making it bigger than it needs to be. It's stupid. I like how that five weeks of uh, you know suspension makes it all. That, that's acceptable. Then he likes Jews. Yeah. Then, it, then his it comes thoughts down on, to right. a, uh, let's hurt him financially, right? And let's make our now that's an apology. Let's put ourselves up on the shining beacon of morality. Pat ourselves on the back and say, "Look what we did to the guy who said things that we don't like," and now he's playing ball again. But deep down in his head, he probably hates everybody more. It wouldn't. Uh, yeah, you're not winning him over. You're not winning him over by saying, look, we're going to force you to think a certain way, which I think a year ago he proved he doesn't like to be forced to do things. He, he digs in deeper. I don't agree with him, but I agree with his right to be wrong. I agree with his yeah, right to say and do dumb belief. things, and the Nets can fire him, and they can do whatever they want, but don't force an apology. Just suspend the guy. Have the guts to go out and go, we stand against everything you just did. We're going to make you apologize. You believe whatever you want. We're going to suspend or fire him. But they won't do that. He's incredibly talented. Maybe if, if his head was on straight, uh, top three in the league. But we, we, we're so weird about that stuff. Nobody's got the same opinion, and some people are just flat wrong. A lot of people email me, John, you were wrong. I'm like, okay, I think you're wrong. Stalemate. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. No big deal. Doesn't make you a terrible person to think I'm wrong. Some people come at me. And that's the way it should be. But this, in this particular case, it wasn't that way. No. Some people come at me. He believed he was that way. And he's like, oh, you're believing that way? We're going to fine you. Yeah. You can't believe that way. That's the difference. Yeah. And if some people email me and they're like, hey, f*** you, Holmberg, and blah, blah, and they get mad and they're, they're entrenched in their political views, the Pelosi thing. I got one guy that's so angry at me for just joking that it might have been a gay tryst and it wasn't my joke i was just going off what the internet was giving me and that was hilarious stuff seeing paul pelosi's halloween costume is just a pair of tidy whities and a hammer that's (laughs) funny to me the act itself not funny both things can be true you're perpetuating right-wing stereotypes you're no different than alex jones yes i am and you're way too entrenched in one way of thinking speaking of alex jones did you see his deal so he's been – listen to this. Be careful with your Twitter. Uncle Johnny's been telling you this for a long time. Be careful with your, your – any voice message you've got that, that you're malicious with. The key is not to be malicious. That's always the key. He got his what? Uh, the first thing was like $40 million. Then he got the billion-dollar hit, right? Yeah. And you thought, well, that's, that's an awful lot. That's – he's done. I thought that was it. That was just the uh, first judgment against. Now we're into punitive damages. And punitive damages, which I didn't know he was still on trial for, could reach. I got to do a drum roll for this one. He had 550 million views of what he is now accused of being like the catalyst for what he's done wrong. So 550 million views. They put a punitive value on each one being destructive at 550 million views with each one being what he's guilty of his punitive damages will be 2.7 trillion dollars oh, come on fine 
At that point, I mean, yeah, it's like there's no, the right. money's not there. Right. $2.7 trillion. Just round up and go three. I mean, at right. this point, what difference does it make? And do you think that that doesn't strengthen his, they're after me, screams? The yeah. billion dollars did it. Now two point. Now they're... Two point seven trillion. He's making it so he could never have a family member ever be comfortable in his life. Two point seven trillion million billions. It's like a child is doing. It's got a gajillion, billion, billions. Two point seven trillion dollars is what they're like. Very possibly could get to that level. That's a joke, <laughs> right? And he'll just sit back and go, "Yeah, you could make up words at this point." You are now sentenced to. Dweezeldorp, guap, guap. Oh, okay. It means the exact same thing as $2.7 trillion. I don't know how punitive damages work, but they He's hiding that amount of money somewhere. Yeah. They ordered Jones for his, uh, his company, Free Speech Systems, to pay a billion dollars in compensation to Sandy Hook families for the harm. And now the punitive damages show up. And you think a billion in that would work. That's an, Attack another billion on it is still just funny money. But they're like, let's see, uh, the equation for 550 million goofs, times that, five, tough to carry the two. Yeah, 2.7 trillion. That's what you're going to, well, I'll see you in court, Mr. Flake. Okay, I'll sit in court. I'll sell, I'll sell my bikes, I guess. I got five pivot bikes. Get a couple thousand yeah. on that and put a dent in it. Yeah. yeah, a little dent there. And who gets the money? I'm one sorry. Of the, I was one of the wrong. G- you have to unload one of the Jeeps. It's, yeah, I'd have to sell Whitey or Blackie. Two point seven five trillion. I'm sorry. There's a little extra on the end of that. There's another fifty billion on that I missed. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. It says each of the five hundred and fifty million violations assessed at five thousand dollars statutory maximum. Total penalty gets two point seven five trillion dollars. <laughs> and it's just silly at this point. <laughs> It is just flat silly. And what would Alex Jones do with that money? Um, I can't tell you for sure, but I'm pretty sure. I'll eat your ass. It's going to come out of his mouth. It's ridiculous. But yeah, I guess. And and, and again, I'm not defending what Alex Jones did or said. And he's punished for it. And I think he should have been. But he also has a right to be completely nuts and wrong. His listeners have a right to be completely nuts and wrong. So long as they don't harm other people, that's where the line got crossed. They started to bother people and harass people, and they said he was the reason why. And that, okay, fire in a crowded theater, that makes sense. $2.75 trillion, you just made him stronger. You accidentally made Alex Jones stronger. Because why wouldn't he just sit on a podcast? Somebody will pay it and not pay him and probably let him live in the house. He's not allowed to have an income and say, do a podcast here the whole time. I'll take care of you. You just won't have an income forever. Because some nutbag's going to have a ton of money and say, Alex Jones is living in my guest house for free. And he just does this podcast for nothing. There's, and he just, he's going to just scream out more crazy. You're not making him better. The world's gone bananas. And I, for one, can't wait for these political ads to stop. It's, it's going to end Tuesday, except for they're talking about runoffs in Arizona, which means that we don't see the end of this for... Another couple months. If I see another Mark Kelly ad, and they keep Hand talking about he's been on to, top of the- he's been to space. <laughs> I look at Mark Kelly. Uh, there is no doubt in my mind that guy has not only been to space. He might be from space. The more pictures I see of him, the more I don't think he's an Earthling. He's more Dorian. He's got like the more I see him, the more I wait for him to peel a mask off. I'm like, ah, that makes sense to me. Mark Kelly's the only one who's been to space. I think he's the only one who's actually doesn't call Earth home. But and how in the world in a battle with Mark Kelly is the guy he's running against the goofier looking of the two? Like if you did, if you went into a Mark Kelly battle as like a beauty contest, I think like ninety percent of people would be confident. Blake Masters still manages to look like Satan in all of his ads. I don't know. You got Uncle Fester and Satan. Yeah, I mean it's cause <laughs> it's a weird. Yeah, they put them next to each it's other. Like, I don't trust either of those pictures. I'm Brewster Millions. I'll take none of yeah, the above. None of the above <laughs> is where I'm leaning to. And I just can't wait for the text messages to stop. I haven't My gotten any. blown up. I don't know what I've done because everyone I'm around keeps saying that. I'm not getting any of those. Oh, man. And I, oh, do you know why you're getting I them? I don't know. I don't either. Did you contribute to anything no. at one point? Mm-mm. No. And you're getting them too? I got, yeah. I don't get any of them. I don't get the calls. I, I don't get, get any texts. I get both. Medea's getting blown up with it too. 
It's Megan, uh, my friend Mark. Everybody's like, ah, it's another political call or another yeah. political ad. I, I have not gotten one. And I don't know why that is. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not registered as one or the other. Are you a Republican, yeah, Democrat? Yeah. Are you, you're registered yeah, as registered. one, and you too. Yeah. That's probably why. That's what I figured on that, um, yeah. that for sure. I'm not getting bombarded by him, but. I'm a libertarian. Trust me. Check that box. You get left alone. The second somebody comes up and says, hi, I'm like I've been approached at stores in the upcoming election. I'm talking like, oh, I'm a libertarian. OK, have a nice day. They just know there's no talking to me. I'm not going to vote for your guy. You're all represented by douchebags. But it's a dead heat here and all these ads and all this stuff. They're getting funnier. I'm, you know who I miss is that Jim Lehman and his anti-Chinese ads. That's something that went away. Oh, the gong. Yeah, remember the gong? Yeah. And everybody yeah. was all about China. I haven't heard anything about China. Two months ago, that's all you saw, that Mark Kelly was best friends with Chinese people. He rode around with a motorcycle with Chinese flags on it, and it's like, wow. Blake Masters just ignored that whole thing. He never won a ta- – like, that was evidently not true. It didn't work, I guess. Jim Lehman's Chinese attacks didn't work, so <laughs> Blake Masters went the other way. And Carrie and Katie and all that. And then sure, it- she looks good on camera. Yeah. The one was it the Secretary of State guy? Yeah, they they give her like subtle compliments. Sure, she's real smooth with the spoken word, and she's pretty hot. But we think you should vote for Katie Hobbs, who isn't. She's crazy. Isn't any of 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 those things at all? She's Catherine O'Hara's weird sister. And then the one dude that's wandered around the insurrection that people are upset about, and his cowboy hat, and he's running for Secretary of State or Uh, freshman, whatever his name is. Yeah, I'm just sick of the like. I can't. There was one yesterday where they were uh, – I was eating. I was having spaghetti and meatball. I had a big hard workout. I felt great. It was like the night was cruising along. Uh, baseball's on. I'm sitting there uh, kind of half paying attention. And then it, in, the ba- in the room through my surround sound, which I paid a lot of money to sound good, said, this illegal immigrant raped a three-year-old boy. I'm like, hey, I'm eating. <laughs> it's 7 o'clock. We don't need to talk about that. And this guy stood by and let it happen. Don't let Joe Biden's policy get your kids raped. And then they show oh, wow. they show a swing set, an that. empty swing set. You save your children from this. I'm like, what's going on? He stood by the policies of Joe Biden, which got this little three-year-old raped by an illegal immigrant. No, 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 yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, if that's true, uh, everybody should be fired. And then the, the empty swing set. I remember it was a in 2000 when I worked at the Zone. I did fake political ads. I didn't know you couldn't do that. I was relatively green in the industry, and I did one because the Cardinals were putting out some some odd commercials. Like if you don't build this stadium, horrible things are going to happen to children. <laughs> it was the weirdest. Like they they were promising to build parks and stuff. If you built the stadium. It came, not it all goes well, away. The money, yeah, the money from the stadium also built a ton of parks yeah. and like nice this safe places for do. kids. And, but the commercials were real dark. Like the stadium's going to provide so much more than thousands just a stadium. Of jobs. Thousands of jobs and parks that keep your kids safe. Unlike this park where several kids were raped. <laughs> Don't let the Cardinal Stadium not get built and your kids get raped. And I just had like these fake commercials where uh, you know kids are playing. And then some guy went through. If a rapist walked through this park without the Cardinal Stadium, he'd have a free-for-all. <laughs> like, wait, the Cardinal Stadium stops him from raping? Cardinal Stadium building stops rapes. And I'm like, wow, that seems like a reasonable vote then. <laughs> well, I got a call. Can't do that. It was the First off, I remember being called classless and tactless and awful, and that's not what the message is. I'm like, yeah, but you understand what I'm trying to do to that. I'm parroting how yeah. dark you're making a stadium build. Like you're basically holding us hostage saying, we're not going to pay for our own building. You guys do it or we're going to rape your kids. I mean, that's essentially what I was saying. Well, that's not the case. And you got to pull those. That's wrong. I'm like, all right. So my boss like, please don't run those anymore. I didn't. Fast forward 22 years later. This guy's raping your kids. My parody ad is a real one. <laughs> Empty swing set. Do you find it? I'm trying. I, I, I don't even know who it's for because I'm like. I think it's Shh. Kelly. I think it's it's no, it's Masters. against. It might. That's be. what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was the uh, paid for by the. Oh man, it was the funniest ending too. Paid for by a group of people who want to keep things sane. <laughs> it was like the the group for 
elections for sanity or something like that. And I'm like, ah, you just did the most insane message of all time. They have a picture of the dude. This illegal immigrant raped a three-year-old. Picture it. Put your meatballs down. Picture that. You're horrible for even bringing that up in a political ad. I don't blame. I'm, I hate politicians. But they didn't cause the rape of a child. Maybe their lax policies on the border immediately go to the other side. And up. Like, I'm like that guy okay. didn't. He didn't. He's not thinking. Well, let's just let people get their kids raped. That'll be great. Nobody wants that. That's what he stands for. Their policies might lead to bad people getting here. But guess what? I hate to break it to you. There's been bad people here, citizen or otherwise. That it's nobody's fault but their own. The empty swing set, though. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not reading your text, Nicholas Whitaker, you son of a bitch, but it's very funny. Yeah. It's basically like, why was the swing set empty? Couldn't the kid just have been standing on the swing and looking like really beaten down? <laughs> that's what they were. That's what they're insinuating. Empty swing sets means immigrants got your kids. And that's that guy's fault. No, it's kind of your fault. If an immigrant nabbed your kid and you weren't paying attention at the playground... Where were you? What three-year-old is, you know, running around the playground by himself? It's crazy, but I can't wait for these ads to stop. But I'm lucky. I'm not. I, libertarian. Check the box. Libertarian. Independent. Stay away from Democrat. Republican. You can vote however you want. But in order not to get hassled, I figured it out accidentally because that must be it. It's got to be. Well, it's got, you know, what? Four more days. It should lighten up right hope, after. No. Oh, unless we have a runoff. If we have a runoff, it's but, going to be insanity. So. You're thinking of a recount. not a, a recount and a runoff are different. If it's yeah. too tight, they'll just have a second election. It's a tie. you got to do something new. Got some more money uh, left uh, that they raised. Got to spend it. I'm just hoping on the campaign. all the polls are wrong and it's a blowout and this thing ends on Tuesday. And we don't hear, we'll, we'll still hear it's fixed and whatever, but man, oh, man, it is. Can't even have uh, spaghetti and meatballs without a child rape in my commercial. Remember when commercials used to be for, you know, Charmin or I'd watch those cartoon bears with uh, dingleberries? Tell them that yeah. was the grossest thing it used to be while I was eating. The bears. You went out and bought it. The Northern. Bear. The Northern Bears. Is it Northern? I, think, I, don't, I don't know, know who it is. I think it's yeah. Charmin. But they come out of the toilet. They've got toilet paper stuck to his ass because he's filthy. He's a filthy bear. Hey, good. And then he comes out, my high knees clean. I'm like, that's gross. That's, but okay. They're basically saying kids have dirty butts, and they're doing it in cute ways. I'm trying to eat. That should run late at night. And another commercial that's running. Have you seen the one? America is so damn proud of itself for being fat. They've got a bed now that they brag can hold up to 1,100 pounds. Haven't seen that one. (laughs) It's fat guy bed. This bed is awesome, and not all of us are twigs. If you're a girthy individual, you need a bed that can support you. I'm like, are there people out there struggling with their beds buckling? These mattresses support up to 1,100 pounds. So your wife's a pig too? Toledo Scales brings you Let me tell you right now. That's people, two, per bed usually, two, occasionally more. I understand there's some. On average, you're running 550 a person to necessitate an 1,100-pound support mattress. We're an 800, 300-couple. <laughs> Are you around? You're an 8 and 3? 8 and 3s are around. <laughs> Ralphie May, at his peak, was 760-something pounds. His wife was about 120. They didn't even come close to needing an 1,100-pound support mattress. Sure did. No. Up to. Uh, well, that means if he you're over a certain weight... But, yeah, his mattress has held up fine look, as far as I he know. he wasn't torquing to 1,100. He couldn't get that 760 pounds of moving enough to, to generate 1,100 pounds of pressure. He wasn't doing it. He was laying there. In fact, he told us the only place when he was that big that he could have sex was in a tub because his yeah. gut floated on the top of the water. And then his wiener would expose itself out from under that flap fupa thing he had. These are stories I know about Ralphie. But even at his peak, 11, and there's a commercial going, yeah, supports up to 11, and they're all proud of it. Like, all right, we've got room to grow. 1,100 pounds. When he was in Florida and they were swimming around, he and Lana, he's just, the only thing he had to watch out were boat props. <laughs> just like a manatee. Well, right, manatees go slow. And yeah, if he got underwater at all, there's a chance that a, <laughs> that a 
saltwater boat would just scoot over the top of him. Ah, player! That's the cry of the manatee. Ah, player! Player, player! <laughs> this sounds like a human. Ah, player! Hit me with your boat, player, player. What's going on? Hot garbage. Not a manatee. I hit a manatee and it's talking to me. It's magical. It's like a mermanatee. Look out, dum-dum. Dum-dum, watch where you're going. Didn't even see me. Don't you have sonar or something? Sorry about that talking manatee. <laughs> Not a manatee. Sure enough, I've seen manatees before, and you fit the bill, my friend. Hey, let's try to have sex with my Jew broad wife in this water, because the only way my gut floats. You ran me over with your boat. Look here, Chris Craft. Keep it away from the manatees. Yeah, it's crazy. 1,100 pounds. You can park a motorcycle on it. It'd be fine. And lay me next to the motorcycle. That mattress wouldn't move. It's like laying a waterbed on top of your mattress. There was someone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pounds. It's like, let's put another bed on top of it. Oh, what kind of parties are you having? Well, I can't, my bed. I've never once thought to myself, well, this bed won't support that. I've never looked at my Tuft & Needle mattress and said, there's, there's just, i I, I got to get a, a stronger mattress for all the weight that I'm putting on I'd it. I'd never take anything like that home. Of so. course oh, not. Jesus. You wouldn't fit her through the door. Hell no. I'm 200. I don't know, Brett. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> I am currently 206 pounds of pure mass. <laughs> I would have to have a 900-pound person in bed with me for that to even be a thought. And you know, still, we'd be on the right on the cusp of it. You know how many super skinny dudes have that mattress? Still. That's who they're marketing okay, to. Okay, super it's skinny guy is Larry. Larry's 140. He needs wet, soaking a, wet. He needs a 960-pound woman. Biggins. But 960 pounds. Not biggins. enough to support a business, I don't think. No. You're selling about, I don't know, 50 mattresses. Anybody who's excited that that mattress has been invented, you're, you're not going to see 40. There's no way. You're going to die young, real young. If that commercial got you going to think, whoa, awesome, finally, you're going to die in your mid-30s of a hor- first horrible stroke. Second, your your heart's just going to explode in your throat. You're going to taste it. You're going to taste your own death. Shelby Chase mattresses. Instead of <laughs> instead of buying the 1,100 pounds of support mattress, consider a mirror or a tonal or a treadmill or a Peloton, something like that. There's there was a necessity for it to the point where some advertising agency said, "Good idea, mass produce that." You're you're putting it way ahead. Consider just just. Activity, movement. Because an 800-pound person can't even do the tonal. Well, they move from here to the fridge. Baby steps, can, baby steps. So you're defending the idea of the 1,100-pound mattress over headed woman on there. Right. There, she's not doing tonal. <laughs> she, she, she had to she's work not doing away. Anything. Get her on the treadmill. and. But my point being, yeah. the person you're now defending <laughs> is has there are enough of her to necessitate a company to build 1,100-pound support mattresses. She's not all by herself. And you're saying, well, let's build some for them then. There's so many of them now. There's a market. I'm saying, how about we talk them into going in there and using the tonal a little bit? Before we build 1,100-pound support mattress, let's get them in the gym for a day. I know they're not going to do the work, but let's not coddle this behavior to where they can sit back and relax and go, well, good, my mattress isn't good. Finally, the days of my... Me waking up in a burrito of mattress is over. This thing is it's not going to envelop me as my fat ass sinks it to the earth. We've got a problem in this nation of like, man, there's so many of them. Instead of trying to fix the problem and just build them better things. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And great snacks. 1,100 pounds of Pigs. support is their pitch to america to say this is a good product do they say it's comfortable yeah brady you can't because you'll go that direction you're you're way too into this mattress this is a this is an affront to society this is a bigger picture issue that other other nations are 
looking at us going, well, there's Rome again. Fat, happy, and stupid and celebrating it. It's okay to be a little bit big, but if you're starting to look at like beds that support 1,100 pounds, you got plans, man. And it includes Cheetos all the time. Spend $200 on some tennis shoes and take a walk. Get out of that weird chair. Go get the mail at the end of the uh, driveway and walk back in and try that for a couple weeks. Next thing you know, you're down to 705 pounds. You've lost four. Hey, it works. It's craziness. The whole place has gone bananas. And Brady likes the idea of the 1,100-pound mattress for that fat-headed woman. I'm just <laughs> it's terrible. That lady with the love handles on her eyebrows. They're saying if you can't pinch an inch on your forehead, you're not that fat. You just pinched a foot, ma'am. Oh, I got a pretty fat forehead. You're a pig. Just roll over into the barn in the hay yep. with the rest yes. of the horses. And Thank just, you. I mean, uh, I don't know what a horse weighs. Well, it's, it's got to be more than 700 pounds. Pretty darn close to yeah. that. <laughs> it could support a horse. Unless you're in the godfather and you're too lazy to cut the head off and you put the whole carcass in bed. There's no reason for an 1,100-pound mattress at all, ever. I like to park my Harley on it and go to bed. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You're an idiot. There is no mass uh, audience for this, but there is. They've mass-produced the mattress that holds up to 1,100 pounds. Daytime TV. It is. Or is it it's late night? all the time. Yeah? Always. I saw it last night during the baseball game. It's on all the time. And daytime TV probably hits pretty hard with the thousand pound people. It's ridiculous. But it is, you know. Somebody says you're forgetting the possibility of group activities. Well, then market it that way. <laughs> like having 15 people in bed with you on some sort of weird gangbang. Then I'd be all over that going, you know what? That probably is somebody who needs a mattress that supports 1100 pounds. Nope. It's, there's a couple of pigs holding hands in the commercial. We're, we're working on getting to almost half a ton. <laughs> we're close. And the only problem we have with getting a half a ton as a couple it's is like, our mattress keeps collapsing on us. Like a pickup truck, a half ton. Right, it's a half ton. ton. Yeah, it's a dually bed. You get you, one yeah. free with a Super Duty when you <laughs> right. put a Sanderson? <laughs> yeah, Sanderson. You know what we're going to do for you pigs? You buy, you buy a half ton, Super Duty half ton, we're going to throw in a half ton mattress for you and your fat wife. She's not fat. She's big boned. Yeah, she's got some big bones in that ass of hers, and her forearms are huge. She's got thyroid problems. Look at those bones <laughs> flopping around. Uh, she's born with the condition. Yeah, the condition of slamming food into her gullet. Yeah, if you're sharing the bed with Mr. Ed, then it's, you know, it's time to look somewhere else. I like to. I like to f- horse-sized ladies. <laughs> My bed just keeps eating us up. There's the remote. There was a Shark Tank guy sitting there going, you know, I've seen so many big, fat people. I think maybe. Hello, sharks. Hi, sharks. I have an idea. I've seen so many fat pigs in the world right now, and it's making me sick. But I got to think that they're eating uh, so much that their beds are burritoing them as a couple, and they're just getting swallowed up. Hold on. Beds just fold up. Just just swallowing them and making big burritos out of these fats. So we made a mattress for them, and we think we should mass produce that because there's enough of an audience for it. Electrical fires on the Craftmatic adjusting. It says it's adjustable. This thing doesn't do crap. It motors. You still smoke? Over. We got to get a gas-powered engine for our bed to prop my ass up. You've seen the geri- uh, what are they, the geriatric, uh, uh, what do they call it? No, the bariatric, the bariatric uh, ambulance for the big fatties. Is that the one, the 1,100-pound one? 500 per sleeper, so 1,100 pounds total. 500 per sleeper. 20-year warranty. How are you going to warranty that? I the, love it's the made out of concrete. The fat ass doesn't have a 20-year warranty. He's not going 20 years at that size. Well, that's why they figure it's safe. Yeah, that's a safe You're warranty. You're never going to cash it. Don't worry about it. Lifetime warranty because your life is about three years, pig. I'm looking at the big fig queen. Is the uh, king hold a little more? Five hundred uh, per sleeper. It says. <laughs> Ah. It's industrial There's strength no way. slobbery. You put it on that frame. Well, that frame goes on the ground. I know. You need but- a concrete foundation and a crane to get in bed. Five times stronger than a normal standard foundation. And what's the uh, what's the deal with the white sheets? 
And uh, there's no way anybody that size should have anything but orange sheets for their bechitoed fingers <laughs> just to cover the stains that are coming to bed and barbecue and bechitos. Oh, look at, look at the drawings of the people that are going to be using it. <laughs> There's a diagram of the pigs on the bed. Oh. <laughs> it's, Brett, they've made tons of them. Oh, my God. First of all, based upon that inch and, you know, 80. 80 by 76. Six. Yeah, they're pretty. Uh, size of her hips. Yeah. If you're at uh, if you're eleven hundred pounds, you're filling that mattress. You think? That's well, big. if you're an individual at eleven hundred pounds, so you're saying it's plenty good. I feel no, I feel I a lot know. of weirdness coming off of no. you that you're looking at this as a potential buy. <laughs> I don't like how you're looking at this with without disdain, like the rest Durability of us. Durability tested. How? Priced it better be. We had a couple of giant Alabama pigs banging away on this thing. It didn't once buckle. We would uh, have you interview them, but both of them died of heart attacks when they tried to get out of bed. All this does is encourage those people who live in their beds to stay in them. Big fig, it's called. <laughs> and they got a brother laying on. I know. That's that for some reason I feel that's racist, and I'm just, I'm just mad at everything about this. I just hate the acceptance of monumental life failure. As normalcy. If you're over 600 pounds, you've done something terribly wrong. Or that. Or what, Brett? Just cash it <laughs> in. Done. done. Yeah. Take the deepest breath you've got left to walk over to the garage and hit yourself in the head with something. Or just get swallowed up by a normal people mattress. <laughs> 500 per sleeper, it says. Because that's a problem we got in the States. My wife's five bills. I'm a little over five bills. Doesn't seem we got a mattress that'll handle it. Here's a thousand. <laughs> oh, that's for the five hundred per sleeper. That's for the waifs. Yeah. Look at that. Best mattress for heavy side sleepers. <laughs> the dream cloud. I'd like to see a heavy sleeper get over on their side. It's got to be. It's got to be like a turtle trying to get off its back. Anyway, these are the commercials I saw: kids getting raped and fat people trying to lay down. <laughs> it's great. You try to eat spaghetti and meatballs with that going on in the background. All I wanted to do was watch the Astros. And they did on that hybrid mattress. That's <laughs> yeah. some meatballs. Well, now we can make more people. Oh, good. <laughs> you guys have found a way to make a bed support your love making. That way, when I put my squishings inside my lady's uh, ovary bits, we can make another lard ass. Yeah, the problem is they have the baby and the, when the kid wants to sleep with the bed. No, oh, yeah. over the limit. No, well, that's the thing. They're pushing the limits, and, and they got to get a crib that supports a 300-pound infant. Best organic mattress for heavy people. Like any of them heavy people have ever used the word organic before. <laughs> What's so those are not organic. <laughs> They're made from earth. <laughs> Hell, you don't know nothing about this, Bert. You tell him, honey. <laughs> She's giving you an earful, Beasley. <laughs> Let's go get something to eat. All this fighting with Brett's got me a, a tuckered out. I'm peckish. <laughs> I could use a jar of honey. You got that? I'm going to go through your fridge, eat everything. 500 pounds per sleeper. And we in the United States just look at it and go... That's, that's, right. That seems about right. I never really ever thought in my lifetime we'd be worried about a bed buckling from just sleeping on it. Can't support me. Don't you think that's less the bed's problem and more yours? Nope. It's these goddamn manufacturers making beds for Haley Bieber. <laughs> I ain't no Haley Bieber. Damn twigs. These people ain't human. I, I like a little meat on my bones. Gross. Anyway, uh, I digress. What a night I had watching TV. And great games, too. Just ruined in the middle by all the pigs. And don't get me started about the third one I remember last night. It was the Big Tarvey ads. That I just can't get enough of that. That that giant Indian dancing with that little bald guy and just making us assume they're hitting it off. Thank God both of them take that post-HIV pill that will make it so it's harder to give it to the other guy because they are definitely going to have anal sex later. <laughs> There, it's going to happen. <laughs> Our world's gone goofy. I'm going to go. You know what? I don't, I don't even know if it's a thing. I'm just going to, uh, over holiday break, just fly out to Pennsylvania. And I'm going to go up to Nebo, the uh, Lutheran church, 
beautiful hill in Mount Jewett, Pennsylvania. And I'm going to visit Alvar and Isabel Holmberg, my grandparents. And I'm just going to twist them myself. Because if they're not spinning, I'll do it for them. Because this is not a world that they... He didn't work in a steel mill with polio. There's a bouquet of flowers with a message that says, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. so sorry. I don't know what happened. It's, it's, it's not your fault, though. I, all those people that think, oh, he's looking down on me. God, I hope not. Uh, just take me now. Uh, what do you got in the big board of musical treats, Bert? All right. Well, if you don't want one of those big-ass mattresses, then maybe you should head on over to Action Ride Shop. Pick yourself up a new bike. They get got a bike that supports a 600 pound man. Yes, they do. Okay. They got a wheeler duty for you. wheeler Called a car. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost, that's a great... Oh, yeah. All right. So Action Ride Shop's got you guys covered for all your mountain bike needs. And now it's starting to snow upstairs, up, up north. Upstairs? So upstairs Jesus yeah. Christ. It is upstairs. Man, that cold front really Man, moved I in. never what? made it upstairs. It might be snowing it, up there. It's a fat storm. Upstairs. There's an upstairs. I only know about downstairs, and I hate being trapped in front of that. But up north, we had a couple of listeners actually sending us pictures from Flagstaff with snow on the ground. So if you're getting yeah. getting ready for that snowboard and ski season, get on over to Action Ride Shop, actionrideshop.com, or just go check out Josh and the boys over there at uh, Gilbert Road in Southern. Got an email from a guy who uh, who lives up in Pine Top, and they got hit pretty good. Yeah, now's the time. So. <laughs> Travis says, dear God, John, can uh, can I get the bed uh, flat or does it come deep fried as well? Yeah, oh, yeah, there's a deep fried option. Your sheets are deep fried. It's tempura. Yeah, it's tempura. It's lightly battered. Like my wife, when she mouths off, I temper her around the house a little bit. It's tempurapedic. Yeah. Uh, the sheets are just uh, tortillas, just gigantic tortillas, and we just eat ourselves right out. You might do a different style of eating out in bed. Not me and my wife. We just eat the sheets. Edible sheets. Oh, boy. I <laughs> made it. Pure food. Pigs. Sorry. Uh, Go ahead. On the list, uh, Metallica, Light the Torch, uh, Pantera, Ministry, Social D, Five Finger Death Punch, <laughs> Faith No More, Rob Zombie, Volbeat, Terror, uh, Chili Peppers, and uh, Soul Hats Bone Crusher for those 1,100-pound pigs on the mattress. I got two in a row here. So my bed has a cool feature where you can actually plug your phone in. It's got a charging station in it. He said this 1,100-pounder probably has like a plug-in for your rascal. It charges your rascal. <laughs> you got to plug my rascal in at night. It's got, it's got a gas hookup for your hibachi so you don't have to <laughs> right. get out it's of it. It's got a fridge <laughs> and a, a little microwave. A man's got to eat. Pigs. Too proud of it. Uh, I love Bone Crusher by a Soul Hat. Anyway. <laughs> But yeah, you go ahead. You, you go ahead and get that mattress that room to grow. <laughs> five hundred pounds per sleeper. <laughs> that means your wife's five pills. <sighs> what about the poor people who are like? It's not enough. <laughs> I'm six twenty. My wife's four ten. I'd say hang yourself, but you'll break the brand. No, you know, so there isn't a support beam big enough that wants you in that. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.